What happened at the San Diego Comic-Con? They are doing everything. Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Secret Invasion. Guardians 3. You got Blade. Thunderbolts. Ironheart. Agatha. Daredevil Born Again. Captain America 4. Wakanda Forever. Namor. More like, say no more. I'm interested in it. Oh, Let's see it. Oh, yeah. At what point does this become just too much? That's right, Chuck. Hello there. Assemble. You'll want to be on me, though. Not, you'll want to be on you. <laughs> Not me. Because when you hit that again, I'll... 99ers, <laughs> we are back. I actually, like, this isn't a scripted intro, but I somehow say the same thing every single time. It's like that when I'm nervous, my brain just grooves into 99ers, and we're back. Sorry, guys. Episode... Well, I think it's because everybody worries about us being away. That's true. Episode 17. Sean is having me control the cameras today, which is a mistake. You got to learn. You're, you got to take your lumps. I got to learn just in case Sean... Um, something horrible happens Takes to a me. fall at the dunes. <laughs> take a fall at the dunes, Grandma. Grandma took a little spill at the sand dunes today. Broke her cock. What? Um, <laughs> but anyway... Um, <laughs> No, dude, it's not that complicated. I mean, we got a bunch of crazy, weird stuff going on there. I figured I'd run sound and I'll let you do the uh, uh, the visuals. We got it. Visuals. It's going to happen. All right, so guys, we're here to give you a pretty decent, but not too specific or too detailed recap of what happened at the San Diego Comic-Con. Because Marvel went completely <laughs> marvel went completely insane they went overboard they unveiled so much stuff that it was a little overwhelming they threw out more vision than a mega church on another budget drive in january in january <laughs> yeah this is our vision for the year yeah kevin feige went freaking ham taro and just he he they are doing everything yeah. Uh, so I would consider myself a, not a master, but some, some type of wizard, maybe a lower level than Doctor Strange, a wizard of Marvel Cinematic Universe phase one, two, three. Okay. I understand most, if not all the Easter eggs and the references and the characters, but things are about to get extremely chaotic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh well, I'll say this. I am excited because. I appreciate the the long term, yeah, influence. I, I appreciate like think about it like this: like when has in the history of movie making there ever been a long form? Hey, here's a schedule, jam packed. Here is our lineup for the next three years. Yeah, here's what you can expect. Here's what you can get prepped for. Like it doesn't even feel like spoilers. It just feels like it's expected. Sure. Like they're giving you the keys to like, hey, here's what's going to happen. Here's what we want you to get excited about. If you want to go deeper into the comics, go ahead. If you want to read the million Wikipedia pages about this stuff, go <laughs> ahead. But for the most part, I mean, I don't feel like I have to do that stuff. I kind of feel like, okay, they're just going to they're going to just introduce it to me yeah. over time and I'm going to I'm going to learn more about uh, Ironheart and mm -hmm. this Echo character. I mean, sure. it's it's going to be fine. I don't have to be a, a mega super fan of the comics to get it. And yeah. I kind of appreciate that heads up. Yeah, and especially we've talked in nauseum about how Disney really botched it with Star Wars. 
mm-hmm. and seven, eight, nine, and yeah. how there wasn't this foresight. There wasn't this foresight. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no pun intended. There wasn't this. We're gonna do seven, eight, nine. Here's what they're all called. Here's what you can like, kind of like teasing the titles and giving some kind of indication of what's to come. They they didn't yeah. have any of that. And you could see it as every movie came out, the disorder and the lack of planning. So Kevin Feige taps off or hats off. Taps off. Taps off. Taps off, Kevin. Everybody tap it off. Tap it off for Kevin. (laughs) Well, the thing is, if you think about it, it's, it's actually, uh, it's actually kind of uh, proof of concept. It's like, it's, it's the fact that it has been tested and proven. Right. This is um, how many years has it been like 13 now? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, since Iron Man one. It's it works. Right. It's not as if this has been a clumsy uh, placing the train tracks in front of you as yeah. it's going. Right. This has been planned out for several years in advance, maybe three, four years at a time, maybe less at some mm-hmm. point. But they're seeing results. They're seeing like positive effect from actually having this stuff laid out. And what's kind of cool is you you get that things are okay to change at times. Yeah. Like, for example, I couldn't help but notice in that phase five thing, I was like, wait a minute, where's Deadpool 3? Because, like, I know for a fact that that's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, but I was surprised it wasn't there. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you put it there? And I wouldn't be surprised. Like, they're going to reboot X-Men, but right. that wasn't mentioned anywhere. They say, oh, we're going to no. start off phase six with Fantastic Four. All right, that sounds great. I would be really surprised if you don't have a X-Men cast by that point that you're right. interested in producing, though. Yeah. It, you almost wonder, are there enough actors and actresses in this world to handle what the MCU is bringing? They have used everybody that I know of. I mean, they've done a great job with the casting. They're just going to start driving down the road and, like, grabbing people and throwing them in advance i hope i get cast for something I mean, you tried to audition as an extra for uh which what was this what was it superman that or was batman versus superman yeah i went to some weird hotel and they took headshots of me and that was it oh my gosh and then i got like enrolled in this like database and like this email chain of like we need an extra for this movie but like a lot of times it was like we're in new mexico filming this and we need yeah uh, you know middle-aged woman with short brown hair like okay yeah i don't know man i think that uh i think being an extra is i always assumed that being an extra was like oh you can only be an extra once and then you're like blacklisted or something because you can't keep showing up in the background of stuff sure but that's not true at all like there's people who are like it's their thing (laughs) to like just be part of the crowd yeah and And some people i love our websites dedicated to pointing these people out yeah i love the reels where it's like Watch this extra right here. They are really selling this role. One was in like Doctor Strange where it was the wedding scene and he sits down and the lady behind him at the wedding scene is just like. Doctor Strange. Oh my gosh. Like (laughs) she was like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Winona Ryder when she was losing it at the acceptance speech for when Stranger Things won a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You put that that little tidbit in David's review of uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, because she was on crystal meth. Oh, my gosh. Allegedly. Dang. Well. That's the implication. At least I gave when I put that there. Sure. All right. Well, let's dive into it. So Marvel kicks this thing off, and they're like, we're going to give you the phase four rundown. Um, 
It starts with Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania. Oh, you mean Phase 5? Yes, I'm well, sorry. We're, well, we're, maybe we should mention Phase 4 is almost done. Uh, I think it is done. No, She-Hulk. Oh, okay. Well, here's what I'm confused by. She-Hulk is should be... Um, it, it is next, right? It's September? I believe so. Or is it this month? Let me look it up, Sean. So, you have She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And then Wakanda Forever. Dude. Yes. And... Um, that was the only thing on that um, that graphic I saw, but I'm surprised because you'd think that they would have also had, of course, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. How do you ignore that? <laughs> That's like clutch. Very critical. Very important. Yes. Um, so, yeah, She-Hulk, which, uh, honestly, I don't know. People have gotten uh, a little cynical about the state of the CGI in that. Right. And I think that's fair because my understanding is like in the last few months, there has been a lot of people kind of coming out who are CG artists saying, hey, I've worked on Marvel movies. Their schedules are unbelievably Mm. unfair. I mean, they're asking so much so quickly. We have to cut these corners and it's just not, you know, they, they shoot their stuff in a way that isn't fair. We have to rotoscope all this stuff. You know, basic principles are being ignored and they're kind of cutting all the corners. So I think that the She-Hulk thing is a interesting example of like, hey, if you don't like the CG, we're sorry. It's not our fault. We're trying to do our best here, and they're not giving us what we need to do our best. Right. So I did not know this about She-Hulk. I was learning some stuff today. She is a character that is not afraid to break the fourth wall. She will talk to you about how she is a comic book character, much like Deadpool does. Uh, so people are. There was that moment in the trailer. That's probably what that is in reference to. He doesn't mean that. Yeah. Okay. And there are people who are hoping she will talk about how bad her own CGI is. <laughs> that's uh, that'd be a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it works out for him. <laughs> so, all right. So back to at San Diego, Kevin Feige stands up there like the Steve Jobs he is to show you the new iPhone Phase Five. And it starts off with Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumanium. They showed a brief trailer. And in this trailer... Oh, they showed the trailer? That, that's, well, that's not, I think it was... It's not been released yet, has I it? Think, no, I don't think so. I was listening to some reactions. And the big, oh my gosh, moment was at the end, Kang shows up. And he... Scott Lang says something along the lines of, like, well, I'm an Avenger. And he responds with, oh, you're an Avenger? Have I killed you before? <gasps> oh my god. Gosh. And then it ends. Dun dun dun. I so, hope you like pain. Yeah, he he gonna get people. I think uh, I've learned a lot in the last forty eight hours. I've been listening to a lot of content to kind of clue me in on where this is going. Because straight up, I mean, they unveil they unveil four and five, and I recognize twenty percent of the characters and the story arcs. Well, I'd say that. If they're trying to do well here, actually, I'm confused that it's Quantum Mania is in Phase Five, because mm-hmm. in in all in all actuality, I don't know what Phase Four was ultimately about. Then yeah. would it would we say Phase Four? Where did it start? Is it Black mm-hmm. Widow? Like is is Phase Four post Endgame? Yes. Okay, then Phase Four is like the kind of aftermath of Endgame, the world kind of recovering from its crazy end of the world uh, snap and then the blip yeah 
And it was also like the MCU launching their Disney Plus series. Right. And I think even like narratively, it's also a time of like, all right, let's start um, developing all these side characters because they're going to be the kind of primary things going forward. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy, they're starting to have their swan song. Thor is slowly phasing out. Yep. Um, not that Chris Hemsworth or these actors don't want to do it anymore, but I think just narratively, they're not going to be the main thing. For sure. So you would also have them, and then you'd also have uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. You have um, uh, Yelena, uh, Black Widow's sister. You'd have yep. uh, Loki. and in Well, the thing about something like Loki is it it is a... I watched that show. You didn't see it, did you? I saw 70% of it. Okay. I need to finish it. So in that show, that's that's where they set up heavily the uh, who Kang is. Right. And give a backstory to him, what his goals are. He comes across as like not a villain, but almost like a, like, hey, I'm just chaotic neutral. I'd like to just see what happens when you kill me and undo all the, you kind of break the seal and all the multiverses I've been carefully balancing or whatever. Right. So... When you do that in Loki, which is very early into phase four, I'm surprised that they have made the decision to not really bring that to its conclusion mm-hmm. until 2025. Yeah, that's true. But when did they first have Thanos show up? I mean, what movie was that? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it was probably the end of, uh, I think, wasn't it the first Avengers I think so. Because that was the introduction of Loki being told, hey, right. go get that yeah. thing. He sends he sends Loki to Earth. And he gives him the Mind Stone. Fine. I'll do it myself. Yeah, I mean, they, they play the long game. And it's almost like I'm realizing, listening to some of the breakdowns of where this is all going, no line of dialogue is wasted. I will kill for you, Megan Thee Stallion. Dance off, bro. Me and you. Uh, there's a lot of little just things. Just like life. Just like this podcast. Oh, my gosh. That's not true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I, they just, they are masters at the long game. They they have, you know, the movies that are going to come out when my son, who's five, when he's 13, oh they've already got that plan. That's a good point. But the question is, will they run out of actors and actresses at that point? Um, there's only 8 billion of us. That's true. And I mean, they killed, they killed half of us. We'll get in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So phase four had, I mean, like I said, that was the launch of like the Disney plus series starting. So you had Falcon and winter soldier. You had WandaVision, you had Loki, which has been successful. I'd say. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of watching serialized week to week content. So generally I prefer when it's all over. I just watch it all at once. Yeah. I just don't watch TV. I haven't watched TV since like I was in junior high. Well, I I will say that I have probably seen 60% of phase four. I'm, I, especially looking ahead to what they're about to bring out. I got to catch up. I have to make a list of, wasn't it ironic that TV shows in theory should be a more bite-sized thing for you to consume and enjoy, (laughs) but it's actually less easy to get into. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, Oh, I can sit down for a two hour movie. Right. I, who's got five hours to watch this show it's like that's not happening and that's where like i talked about the obi-wan kenobi series i was excited that it was a Mm -hmm. series because we were going to get eight or nine hours of footage but when you have to watch eight or nine hours of hawkeye like okay i'm not as excited about this spoiler alert i haven't seen any of hawkeye and i need to because there's a series coming out from a character who was in hawkeye yeah she's like the 
See, I just learned that today. The Echo <laughs> yeah. Echo series is based off her. Yep. Which, you know, <laughs> when I watch that show, um, and you might pick up on this when you watch it too, when you're watching yes. Hawkeye, you get this sense that she is given way more screen time than sees, seems relevant mm. or necessary. And you're like, okay, she's she's the villain, but she's not really the villain. Like, why do they keep showing her? Like, she's right. not important. And also, like, why are they trying to make me sympathize with her and empathize <laughs> with her? Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't know who this actress is. I don't know. I don't even remember her name. Right. Um, all I know is she's deaf and she can do martial arts. <laughs> and I kept thinking, well, there's a there's a recurring thing in the show where Hawkeye has got, like, hearing problems, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of a funny bit. Some He's, like, got tinnitus and he's got a hearing aid. And they're like hey, why is your hearing so bad? And then it's just like a quick jump cut montage of all the times he's fallen through a building or <laughs> went through a window or something. <laughs> it was really funny to me because it's just like this really chaotic cut. Like yeah. the editor had fun with it. It's like it all happened so fast. And he's like, oh, you know, I've just, I got some problems. <laughs> and so I don't know. I always like assumed that there was something about the series. Like, okay, he's losing his hearing. His villain is deaf. Yeah. Is there something about that? Well, come to find out, really the only reason that this character, um, and I, I don't think her name is Echo at all. Well, I don't remember her name, but come to find out, the only reason this character is constantly given all that screen time is because she's getting her own right. kind of subsequent um, story. Right. And as much as I like to say, like, why are they even doing that? Nobody asked yeah. for that. Kevin Feige is a wizard, and there's going to be two or three things in two or three of the episodes that are super important for the implications of what's moving forward. Yeah. And that's just how they operate. So now I got to watch it. Um, all right. So let's let's do a quick... I. This could be a three-hour episode if we wanted it to be. We could break it into three parts. We could really do deep dive. I don't want to overload you guys. Or I could just stop right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to overload you guys because, honestly, prepping for this episode, I feel I have done a lot of listening to what's coming, yeah. and I feel super unprepared because things are about to bust wide open. It's too much. It, And that is the conversation topic where at what point does this become just too much for the average fan? Because I'm a hardcore fan and I'm having a hard time digesting what's hap- what's going to happen. I think you might be onto something there. We can get into that though, but let's just sure. run through. So yeah, quick rundown. Like I said, Quantumanium, it's coming out February Quantumania 17th. Quantumania or Mania? Quantumania. You're right. Okay. I was reading you better get my that screenshot right. way too fast. You better get that right. February 17th, 2023. I mean, that's... February 17th. That's the day before my birthday. Sean, You guys are going to take me to go see the movie. To see the movie. We will do a live stream because at that point we'll have at least 64 subscribers. We'll see it on the 16th though because like it always comes out on the Thursday before. Right. And so like that's just more fun. And if we wait till your birthday, we'll be way behind in the news cycle. We'll be losers. Uh right after Quantumania. We're not we're never gonna be losers. <laughs> Secret invasion, which okay, you know how Nick Fury has been MIA for like a while? And how uh back in Spider Man Not No Way Home. Far from home. Far from home. Uh, at the at the very end they revealed that it, who we thought was Nick Fury was actually the uh, Skrull guy right. just kind of giving him a vacation. So Right. So that's where this is all happening. Which was like a very cute scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or in Captain Marvel when she punches that old lady in the train. 
yeah and it's a scroll yep that's what this is all about where you don't know who anybody is you can't trust anybody because they might be a scroll are we still talking about movies (laughs) (laughs) um yeah right Uh, so nick fury's been mia in the comics he literally disappears for like five or six years like not comic time but like literal human years Mm -hmm. as they're writing these comics he is nowhere to be found and he is like assembling this team to fight the scrolls and there's the scrolls i thought they were I thought that was friends. Well, some of them are. Oh, no. There's yeah. corruption and compromise yeah, in, in the factions. In the comics, there's, Never a, been done before. there's a story arc where like one of the heroes goes rogue, and they end up getting killed. A hero going rogue? I think it was Elektra. Uh, like the girl from Daredevil? <laughs> yeah, Daredevil's girl. She goes rogue. What does she and have to do with the scrolls? She ends up fighting somebody else who I forget. I think she fights Echo. She fights Echo. Dang, Echo it's all come together. Echo kills her, and when she dies, oh my gosh, she's a scroll. Wait, Electra's a scroll? She was. Oh, okay. There was also a story arc where Spider Woman was a scroll, and like nobody knows where the real one has. You know been what? This actually, this is actually kind of interesting to me now. I I never knew what that meant. Secret invasion. I assumed it had something to do with the scrolls, but after. Captain Marvel, I just... Oh, they're the good guys, whatever. That's the end of it. Right. But you're telling me they might not all be good guys? They're not. Dang, just like real life. And they're not just going to impersonate old women on a train. They're going to be like... I wish they would. They're going to... It's like Captain America is going to show back up. And people are going to be like, Oh my gosh, Steve Rogers, where have you been? We trust you. We love you. And then he just starts strangling people. He just starts scrolling around like some kind of scrollinator. It's going to be fire. So that's super intriguing. What if I we mean, found out all the times that Captain America swears in the movies it's actually a scroll? Bad. Because the real Captain America wouldn't do that. That makes total sense. Language! No doubt. Uh, right after Secret Invasion, May 6th, 2023, is Guardians 3. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And this should be, from what I understand, this is the final chapter for these boyos. Yeah, they're all going to die at the end. No doubt. Uh, this is the last one that James Gunn. It's is. actually just a two-hour funeral service. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Holland will be told that he is at a wedding. Yeah, because <laughs> he can't be trusted. Yep. Yes, Guardians Three, James Gunn's final uh, directing role. Uh, do you think we're that we're probably going to lose some of our Guardians? Just here. a side note: Do you think that it will have something to do with? Uh, do you think like? Do you think the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special will be essential viewing? Do you think it'll be necessary to... Because I'm wondering if that's why they didn't include it in their, their graphic. Because it's not necessary. Right. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. It doesn't matter. Maybe it's just for fun. They're just trying something. I like having fun. I'm Sean, and I'm here to party. <laughs> uh, my name is Dave, and uh, I like to party. <laughs> Hot Rod quote. Great. The main bad guy... In Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, 3? Yeah, Isn't yeah. it Adam? No, he's going to show up. gold guy? Well, well, that's a that's a dangling thread. All the way back from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. That, that those gold people... That's right. We're going to make a... They're creating some sort of being. Yeah. going to call him Adam. Adam Warlock. He will show up. And then everybody goes to Google and they're like, Guardians of the Galaxy, Adam? Who's Adam? <laughs> As we all do. That was one of my favorite things to do, especially in those early phases where just like 
you watch uh, Thor two. Yeah, you realize you don't know you don't know comics that well. Like you think you did at all, really? Because <laughs> like, I watch. Like, yeah, I played the video games and I pu- I played the Avengers games and I I, I played uh, you know the X Men and I watched that TV show and then it's like right. I don't know any of this stuff. Same, dude. I, I would go home and immediately like Thor Dark World Easter eggs. Thor Dark World, you know, tie-ins and just read. Oh, this guy's from this episode of this Avengers series, which means they're probably going to head down this storyline with this comic book. It just gets to be a lot. And it also makes me realize like I'm I'm really ignorant about this stuff and the people who do this actually are probably like the right oh, people dude. for the job because like you'd see a movie and then you go home and like you said, you Google it and you find out that you don't have a clue yeah how much work went into oh. making this stuff and yeah. not only getting it comic book accurate but implementing because they only have the one movie they're not going to do like five versions of the movie like they can with the comics so they implement all these different things like even love and thunder like i had no idea that all that stuff that in that was in that movie was from the comics yeah i just assumed like okay where do we take thor okay well let's get some writers and come up with some, some ideas it's like no they just pulled stuff out of the comics yeah, which is probably the right way to do it, but but again, it gets into what do you pull out of the comics? They do a good job of like, it's like usually like an eighty percent blend of comics. We're sticking to the story, but we've got twenty percent of the story where we're really going to take it our own way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody was breaking down how the Infinity uh, War series in the comics, Silver Surfer is like the guy. He is the main character in that storyline, and they don't even have a Silver Surfer right now in the MCU. And is that they, because uh, like Galactus is relevant throughout all yeah, that? Yeah, and it's just, they didn't even have him, but they made it work, and they made it epic. So that 20% of like, we're going to kind of take this how we want to with what we've already set up, they do a great job of kind of floating that 20. Um, high Evolution. High Evolution is going to be the big bad in Guardians 3. He is essentially okay. obsessed with evolution. He can evolve himself, and he's extremely powerful because it's almost like if he's fighting a bad guy who has superpowers, he can immediately evolve to defeat that superpower. So there's a character in X-Men First Class, a mutant, whose mm-hmm. power is he can theoretically just evolve whatever he needs to evolve into. Like he sticks his head underwater and he gets gills. Right. And it sounds like a cool idea for a character, and then he proceeds to get killed like instantly without a fight <laughs> by the villain, by the bad guy, which Kevin Bacon. Which one was that? I don't remember. Uh, it's X Men First Class. It's the it's the origin story where they started doing those oh, prequels. Yes, that's right. Kevin Bacon and uh, was the bad guy. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, that was great. I love that that movie. Really? Yeah, I did. Oh well. I liked the the Magneto Professor X dynamic in that movie. Yeah, but that's another example of a movie franchise that had no patience because they went from like literal Cold War uh, Cuban Missile Crisis to like, okay, now we're in the 70s. Okay, now we're in the 80s. Um, Nothing stops this train. Well, then they brought in Apocalypse and I will actually touch on Apocalypse later when we talk about uh, Moon Knight Kang Oh, and Moon Knight. Because that was your boy Oscar Isaac. My boy, he will return. He was both. He, he's Moon Knight and Apocalypse. Um, okay, so after Guardians three, we have which is crazy because they're both Egyptian dudes. Exactly. Dang. But so is Kang. Man. Exactly. See, this is where things. I mean, all the storylines start intertwining, and you need to know everything to appreciate it. Which is where we're gonna go with this conversation. Like, 
you there's so much to know are there it's, any ancient israel superheroes or do they not want to touch that no, one they don't touch that <laughs> they don't get into that we are not going to make fun of the bible we can make fun of the greek <laughs> gods and the egyptian gods yeah. but they're not going down that road they are not so right after guardians 3 is echo which we just touched on she's from uh, the she's hawkeye a, series she's a vigilante she essentially uh, in the comics she, she can mimic anything so like there's a story in the comics. i read that i was surprised because i i didn't get that impression at all from the show really there's a there's a story in the comics where she goes to like a concert and there's some pianist who just like plays this ridiculous beethoven whatever yeah and she basically just watches them do it and immediately can do it so that gives you an idea of kind of what she's capable of if she watches hawkeye shoot his bow and arrow like a baller not quite as good as oliver queen would as green arrow but you know or legolas oh my gosh what would uh, if you had that power for a day what would be the most useful way to use it for you hmm shoot i'd probably i'd like to learn a language just kind of like pick it up i'm thinking more along the lines of like who's the highest paid athlete oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) floyd mayweather he makes the most money boxing just like go watch him for a couple days well there you go but then you gotta worry about like the but what if you yeah but what if you picked up all of the other traits too you can't like pick and choose which ones you want i don't never mind (laughs) yeah that's that's the downside i've made a huge mistake I've made a huge mistake. Oh my gosh, what if Echo, her whole like story is that she's like losing her sense of identity and self because oh. she like, who am I? I can't stop she's mimicking everybody. She's just absorbed everybody, everybody yeah. else's personality. She doesn't even have one. And then she's, and she's deaf. And so like, there's like, you know, difficulty communicating with people and like, who am I? If I can't really tell people who I am. Sean, you're really selling this series and now I want to watch it. I don't anymore. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I already figured it out. I that, unlocked, unlocked the code. And like I said, I'm trying to hit on these real quick because we could we could give you guys a breakdown of all the different tie-ins. I just want to give you a snippet so you have a really good general idea of what's coming because what's coming is just dumb. After Echo, we've got Loki uh, season three. I have not finished Loki yet. I need to. Loki season two. Yes, sorry. And that is summer of 2023. Same as Echo, summer of 2023. Uh, Then we've got, again, I need to catch up because the Marvels is coming out. Marvels, uh, July 28th, 2023. I I got to watch Miss Marvel. Yeah, and I got to refresh on Captain Marvel. And then, you know, obviously there's stuff in Miss Marvel that happens that kind of paves the way for more interesting topics. I think from what I saw and read, they closed out Miss Marvel with somebody essentially saying that she has a mutant gene. Dang. Which obviously brings in <gasps> mutants. <gasps> X-Men. Yeah, I feel bad about that. But it's got to be hard being a teenager and also being a mutant. True. And then you th- the whole time you think you just got cool superpowers like your favorite hero, Captain Marvel, but at the end of the day, it's just because you're a freak. <laughs> I haven't seen the show. Maybe it's there's more nuance. I haven't either. <laughs> I like I said, I'm making a list of like I'm prioritizing. I gotta watch this. Checking it twice. After Marvels, you got Blade, November third. I'm excited about that. 2023. I have I have seen snippets of the original Blade movies. The original Blade movies really uh, have I promise will have virtually nothing to do with this iteration because mm-hmm. the original Blade movies were almost like, hey, by the way, there's a vampire brand um, of comic books we can adapt into these movies with Wesley Snipes 
and they're I they are so stupid in in, <laughs> in very interesting in a way. But uh, they 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 they're very very R rated and violent. So obviously that's not the tone I'm sure right. Disney's going to take. People were wondering if they were going to push the PG thirteen boundary. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I feel like Deadpool is probably the only one they'll roll the dice with. Gotcha. Because it's on brand at this yeah. point. Yeah, it's already established. But the thing about Blade is it'll probably also incorporate um, the actor who played, I can't remember his name, uh, Kit Harrington. Um, it'll incorporate him as Black Knight. You didn't see it. You didn't see Eternals. Eternals kind of post credit scene introduces that idea that that character is going to be known as the Black Knight and then uh, Mahershala Ali will be Blade. And uh, supposedly they'll have some sort of team up thing going on. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation. Um, that uh, so I'm excited for that one. It's almost like a whole segment. I, isn't Moon Knight kind of tied in with Blade? I don't think so. I don't know. No. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just waiting to guys killing stuff with swords. <laughs> I don't get enough of it from Star Wars. I don't, you know. Well, we've also got, I mean, we're not going to talk about this at all other than right now, but we've got the Lord of the Rings series coming up. Yeah, be true. Amazon has spent every dollar in the entire economy of the U.S. <laughs> on this show, all of that prime money, every cent of it, <laughs> it's all has going. led to this. <laughs> um, I'm a little confused because I'm looking at this picture. I want to bring up uh, Wakanda Forever. I don't see it on here. Where am I? It's Phase Four. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's this year. Okay. You're looking why. at you're looking at next year. Then we need to pause on Phase Five and talk about Wakanda Forever. Uh, the trailer dropped. Stop everything and go watch it. No woman, no what kind of movie do you think it's going to be? I, <laughs> I'm <laughs> convinced that that trailer is maybe the one of the best top five trailers I've ever seen. It got life. you hype. It got me hype. It sounds like you were uh, compelled. I was compelled, and I will say that I really enjoyed Black Panther, but I thought Black Panther was a little overhyped and a little overrated because people were like, this is the best superhero movie ever made. And I understand what it means for the black community to have their guy front and center. I understand that. I just thought if you're going to bring, um, uh, what's his face, Michael B. Jordan, I was actually surprised that Michael B. Jordan got killed. Yeah, I was going to say that too. I was uh, In hindsight, that seemed like a bad a bad move he shouldn't have been a one and done villain eh, whatever i mean I, I don't know enough about him in the comics but in terms of like the way people were talking about the movie before i saw it i thought like michael b jordan must be like like a super important character he wasn't black panther to be honest that movie actually was always in a little bit of a weird spot and i'm glad it worked out so well because the character's already been established from another movie and you kind of have to organically and naturally introduce Wakanda as this advanced nation. Here's all the things you need to know about it. But then you also need to give a character arc for um, the main character. Mm -hmm. And then you also have to give a realistic and competent and meaningful arc and motivation for the villain. Yeah. And you also have to establish all of these like side supporting characters yeah. that are relevant. So, I mean, it was a, it was a movie that could have not worked at all. Sure. Um, and then, ironically, of all the of all the goofy things, I think it's Martin Freeman's like weird, you know, like goofy CIA agent. Mm -hmm. He kind of like ties it all together. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's actually, if you think about it, it's a really good creative decision because what you need in a movie like that is you need the audience surrogate, like the everyman, mm -hmm. like you know what you call the straight character who just 
is a blank slate. He doesn't know anything that's going on about Wakanda. All this stuff is new to him. And it allows the story to naturally reveal the setting and all the technology and the rules of that country Mm -hmm. to him instead of characters having to like unnaturally explain it to each other. Yeah. So I think if the new movie lacks that, because maybe we don't need it for Wakanda, but they're introducing Namor, obviously, and they're going to introduce this whole... uh, I don't know what his people are called. It's Atlantis. Atlantis, okay. Yeah, it's... uh, So the trailer, like I said, I I think it's the best trailer that Marvel has created. I think that this movie is one of the most important movies that they will create because of the, you know, Chadwick Boseman dying. Uh, It's... You can see in the trailer, they are for sure going to honor him in this movie, and it's almost like dedicated to him. It's, I'm extremely excited. I am way more excited for this movie than I even was the first Black Panther. It will definitely be a, uh, a challenge, let's say, to see how well they can handle the real death of an actor. Right. Not just like the fictional death of a character, but the mm-hmm. real missing piece of the actor. How do they naturally hand that off in a movie that feels genuinely respectful well done and interesting but also doesn't like feel like it's corrupted and poisoned by the fact that like hey we're just making movies to sell tickets and make money you know yeah actually so namor and the and atlantis is in wakanda forever it's essentially wakanda versus atlantis yeah um there was that really 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 tiny line in um avengers endgame where they and mentioned something about you know underwater earthquakes or something mm. that was these disruptions and yeah everybody was like oh I bet that's I bet that's Namor. <laughs> Every line of dialogue matters, dude. Does anyone have any orange slices? So Namor is actually uh, the other name he goes by is the Submariner. He is actually one of the original three characters. It was Captain America, Human Torch, who was actually a robot, and Submariner. He was like the third original Stan Lee character, and so. It's kind of cool that they're finally bringing him into the fold. I don't know if he's going to play a massive role, but Wakanda and Atlantis are almost like the same. They're both just like these super isolated communities. They're hidden away. They're tucked away. They're they're all about like Namor isn't really a villain as much as he's just like, I'm going to protect my people and my place. Um, a lot of people are speculating and hoping that Dr. Doom may be involved in this movie maybe not directly maybe indirectly mm-hmm. that he almost like is the one who pits wakanda and atlantis against each other dang just like zemo be- yeah War. yeah exactly because he is the leader of uh shoot i forget what his country's called dr doom uh it's Ru- not latvia but russia. it sounds like it <laughs> russia hey I, hey I look it up hey wakanda forever namor more like say no more i'm interested in it oh let's see it oh yeah all right very good moving on it's fictional right? latveria oh latveria it sounds exactly like latvia which ones are your lats uh those are it's right the, here it's oh the, the yeah the wings okay <laughs> there you go um all right so, so anyway that's, that's phase four we kind of backtrack for a second we did but the five. reason i did is because what happens after we just mentioned blade in yeah. phase five what happens after blade is iron heart 
Ironheart appears in the Wakanda Forever. That's, that's right. She's uh, she's introduced. In Her and Shuri have a partnership. They're Dom- sisters. Dominique, or I can't remember the actress's name, unfortunately. But yeah, she's already been cast. She's already been like, this is going to be Ironheart. Yeah. You even see in the Wakanda Forever trailer, she like cuts out a heart in the iron and hits it with a hammer. A little on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was watching it and I was like, wait a second. I wonder if that's Ironheart. <laughs> Wait, frame by frame that. Hold on. <laughs> and we also Ten did... secrets you missed in the Wakanda trailer. <laughs> secrets, secret hidden eggs. Uh, we didn't mention that we don't know who Black Panther is at the end. At the end, there is a very brief clip of Black Panther clawing the job. Uh, and when I wake up... <laughs> okay. Clawing the job. And we don't know who it is. It could be Shuri. It could be... Uh, his girlfriend chick. Can we just like, can we just like find out when we see the movie? We could just find out. I think it's going to be Shuri because her and Ironheart are like bro hammers or bro hammers. Remember, that's the female version of bros. Bro hammers, yeah. I don't think if that's my it. Latin is correct. <laughs> uh, ancient Hebrew, actually. So Ironheart comes out Ooh, in. <laughs> Ironheart comes out in fall 2023. Ironheart pops into the Wakanda Forever. She is a genius MIT student who creates her own iron suit with no help from Tony Stark at all. She doesn't know Tony Stark, and she does it without an arc reactor. Which so then the FBI probably comes in and says like, <laughs> "Ma'am, you you act you actually cannot do this. this yeah, is a, this is a weapon." So there was a Funko Pop that has already been released, and it is Ironheart from Wakanda Forever, and it is just like Iron Man's first suit. It's Dang. all pieced together, and it's like it looks super janky. But her story arc is like she's a genius teenager from MIT who makes this suit herself, and then she basically eventually takes on the mantle of iron man i don't know how i feel about the future if it involves major things getting spoiled by funko pops <laughs> that's the world we're living in uh yeah. it's better than being spoiled in Fortnite. dang oh my god <laughs> oh man that is something that will never be forgiven Palpatine has returned yeah. I didn't even get to witness it. I was, uh, I don't know. My son was we were a baby. Pl- we were playing Fortnite at the time, yeah, and we all missed it. <laughs> like that's how that's how bad of an idea it was. <laughs> yeah, terrible review uh, or uh, reveal. That was the uh, Rise of Skywalker. Palpatine has returned. Unveiling was through the video game Fortnite in a live event that you had to be playing the game during the live event to actually see. Can we move on? I'm going to cry. Sean was not happy about it. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> After Ironheart is Agatha. Coven, Coven of, of Chaos. Coven of Chaos, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no Ag- idea what that's all about. I'm surprised that character is interesting enough to get her own thing. So yeah. Go ahead. Is it just because the actress is, like, cool? <laughs> she, she got a really weird song. I don't know. Like, she was so well received in WandaVision. To me, the idea of Agatha getting her own sh- show almost sounds like an it almost sounds like an inside joke that I just don't get. <laughs> yeah, a uh, little bit. So I mean, hey, whatever. Good luck with that. They it. might dive more into like the stronghold history and like the full implications of what was going on with Wanda. And they might even bring back Wanda. Oh my god, they, they need to. She's like one of the like pillars right now. No one's ever truly gone. She is actually considered like probably the most powerful hero. Agatha? No. Or w- Wander. Wanda. 
she's a wanderer. Uh, so after, I mean, we're just hitting Agatha and moving. I don't know if it's going to be like a Salem Witch Trials back in time type of show. What do you think? It's going to it's gonna rival Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. And the Sorcerer's Stones. So after Agatha is Daredevil, Spring 24. Here's the thing about Daredevil. I, have I guess not I got to watch the show. I have not watched the show. Yeah. It's called Daredevil Born Again. Uh, from what I understand, and from the research that I've done in the last 48 hours, the comic book series Daredevil Born Again is considered, if not the best, one of the best comic book story arcs of all time across all comics from some reliable sources that I found on YouTube. What do you think? I got turned off by Daredevil so bad by the Ben Affleck movie <laughs> and the fact that it was constantly on TV over and over again. What I will say is that I've heard nothing but good things about the show. Yeah. Which is interesting because that show came out at a time and in a place where the idea of doing Marvel like character shows wasn't yeah. really like that was before Disney plus even yeah, existed. they weren't like it wasn't the kind of thing that was getting the full support right. of like Disney's kind of uh, Avenue so that was the route that DC was taking though the, well, the, I, I wonder that stuff was all about weird separate rights and like licensing things. sure so it's like okay we'll do a Luke Cage Iron Fist Daredevil Jessica Jones thing but these characters aren't showing up in the movies right it wasn't even until Spider-Man No Way Home that you even saw them officially acknowledge that character and it was kind of like he rose to the top he was the most popular he was the most well received so yeah. they were like let's throw this guy in and i uh so yeah i'll definitely catch up on that show i i think uh i can't remember the name of the actor unfortunately but the guy who plays punisher i mean yeah. that just seems pitch perfect yep lots of memes the guy from uh walking dead shane shane yeah. i forget his name in real life though. he played lee iacocca in I, ford v ferrari i think he has a real life name Probably not. No. Nah. David you has give been, that up when you work for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> David has been preaching Daredevil to me for approximately three years. I like the title Born Again. Yeah, I have he'll be in She Hulk. I think when uh yeah, she we didn't even mention She Hulk, but we kinda did before. She's a girl. Tall one. So and she, green! She Hulk <laughs> does not like have the rage of Hulk. Uh, kind of like how at this point Professor Hulk has like controlled it. She Hulk has full control over it. I like the idea of like if I had the Hulk powers, I would totally be the same. I'd just like <laughs> be like just too chill, way too chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, it, it was kind of described that she has like seventy percent the strength of Incredible Hulk, but she's still a force to be reckoned with, even at seventy percent. Dang! Somebody actually sat down and did the math. Probably nerd. Or, <laughs> or I pulled that number straight from my behind. <laughs> which is actually 100% true. All right. Or 70% true. So after Daredevil, which again, we that's something that I think from what I've heard, that story arc is so good that we will probably do a really good deep dive uh, into what is coming with that. It's such a good storyline. But we've Austin got time. will get it tattooed on his face. Oh, no doubt. All right, then. So that's spring of 24. So we got time to learn about it. After that is Captain America 4, which obviously we all know at this point new world order new world order okay. and this is uh sam yeah sam is no longer falcon he is captain america if you watched 
Falcon and Winter Soldier. You kind of saw how the story played out. If not, I would watch it. It was I thought it was really good. I feel bad because literally every time I refer to that show, I accidentally say Captain Falcon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just really hard to just Captain America. I know I just picture the other guy. So I call him Captain America. I get yeah. it, but I just keep thinking Falcon, and so just Captain Falcon seems so much more natural to I me. Know. It's it's the first time that like a character is taking the mantle of another character that we already know and love. Yeah, I mean it's happened a lot in the comics, but in terms of the movies, it's it's going to be weird. But I have no problem with it because I, I think they made the transition. I liked that show. Yeah, but actually, I'll say what's funny is that that show really was um, a pivotal origin story, or not origin story, but kind of transitionary story for Zemo. Right. Now, Captain America New World Order is interesting to me, not because of that movie, but because the next movie mm-hmm. is Thunderbolts, which Thunderbolts. is the Zemo pseudo like Suicide Squad type right. t- villain team-up movie yep. that uh, will have its own kind of thing. That's I'm actually very interested in that. Yeah, I don't know much about it, and I when they announced Thunderbolts, it was 18 miles over my head. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah that with thunderbolts that closes out phase Phase five five all right guys that's going to close it out thank you for listening uh listen on spotify give us a rating uh like comment subscribe that that edit that sean did on our last episode was really nice i'm going to copy that sean those buttons right here looks really good uh thank you guys seriously thank you for listening i mean i i thoroughly enjoyed researching for this i mean listening to those podcasts talking about the mcu is a lot of fun for me so it doesn't feel like work but we try to we try to come in front of these microphones with some knowledge and we want to inform you we want to inform you as much as we can so uh thank you for listening like comment subscribe listen on spotify watch the youtube video tell somebody that you know about us and only you can send us to the moon so we thank you peace